Welcome back to the Wall and Breakfast podcast. We're bringing you a Super Bowl recap here. Uh, I'm sure everybody dug in on Sunday, uh, watched a big game, all the festivities around it. Um, very competitive game between the Chiefs and Eagles. Uh, we'll break down the winner of that. But uh, if you're joining us right now uh, on YouTube, uh, please feel free to subscribe. You know, leave a comment if you like what you you know hear here. Um, we're also you know on a lot of different audio podcasts: Google, Apple, Spotify. And uh, you can catch, catch us on social media at Instagram, also on uh, Twitter. You can find Wayne. But uh, in any case, uh, let's get to it. Uh, you know, watching the Super Bowl had a lot of ups and downs. I'm going to kick it over to Wayne to kind of frame, you know, his perspective from the game, what he took away from it and, uh, you know, how he saw it overall. Uh, how I saw it overall. I, I was right. That's that's how I saw it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I called the Chiefs. Uh, you didn't. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> I called the Chiefs. Uh, I I just figured that the Andy. I think that was one thing I maybe didn't uh, elaborate on, like the Andy Reid magic. I think I maybe described it as uh, the, you know, the the Chiefs flat out out coached the the the, the Eagles there. Uh, the halftime adjustments that were being made. Um, you know, we saw those two uh, plays in the, uh, to to get into the end zone there uh, by the Chiefs. Uh, I think they also. Uh, did not. Um, they, they also ran the ball. The Chiefs like continued to run the ball, and that you know took some. Uh, 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 basically, kept the Chiefs on the field there, um, and they also ran a lot more motion. And I, I think I, uh, I just watched actually a breakdown. I think by Chris Sims uh, about that, about how I think like Mahomes had a QB rating of like you know almost like a perfect QB rating basically because uh, of the Chiefs running motion, and that was kind of like the weakness if you will, uh, for the Eagles defense there. And um, yeah, they just made some plays. Uh, Mahomes made the play at the end, at the end of the game there or towards the end of the game there with like, I think two minutes, just under like three minutes uh, of football left uh, with that run. It was like a 20 some odd yard run to get in like, you know, uh, in like the red zone area. So um, yeah, I really liked what I saw there. I, I, I think this whole thing with is uh, James like, Bradbury, like, having that hold call on on Juju Smith-Schuster, I think that's being blown out of proportion, to be honest. Um, Holds do happen uh, a bunch of times. Sometimes they get called, sometimes they don't. And, you know, I don't think the ref's necessarily thinking like, oh, I'm not going to necessarily call uh, something on here versus, you know, some other times. So I I don't know. I I, I didn't really feel about all that. I think that's a little bit outraged. I think got sparked by Greg Olson a little bit there uh, to spice things up. So, um, but... You know, Mahomes, great game. Pacheco, great game. Uh, I think I'll say like Nick Bolton, like killed it at the on the defensive side. You know, I see a Pro Bowl probably in the future for him. Um, and then now, you know, with the Eagles, it's going to be interesting now. I think what happens to them, you know, with some free agency uh, things happening, uh, especially on the defensive on defensive line. Uh, and then it looks like they'll probably lose both of their coordinators here. So uh, might not be as strong, you know, next year, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, thankful uh, the Chiefs won here and, you know, won a couple bucks too on on some bets too. So um, all that being said, yeah, I think it was a great game overall. Uh, I did miss uh, part of the halftime show, at least live, uh, because, you know, I came back from a trip from New Orleans uh, and I wanted to go. Uh, I actually bought a scale about a month ago and uh i forgot to get batteries um so during the halftime show for whatever reason uh, i just came back from new orleans uh and then i started to watch the super bowl so it was like bang bang type of thing uh 
but yeah, like during the halftime show, I was like, you know what? I feel very self-conscious of all the eating that I did, I think, at New Orleans. So I went to the grocery store uh, and then picked up some batteries there, actually, um, and discovered uh, I'm fat now. So uh, yeah, with all that, uh, though, I think it was a great Super Bowl. Um, Rihanna, you know, great for, you know, everything there. Oh, my gosh, she's pregnant. Uh, and yeah, I think it was just a good time. But yeah, how, how did you take it, Pat? I mean, Philadelphia Eagles defense, zero sacks. I mean, after a year where they, you know, <laughs> like set some pretty high marks over 70 sacks as a team, uh, just a completely tenacious D-line that showed out in the first two rounds of the playoffs after the bye. Uh, that was it. I mean, that was the start and end of the game for me. Like the fact that the Chiefs were able to put up 38 points and go on a tear in the second half and just I think they had three straight touchdown scores in a row. It's just unbelievable. And, you know, I think like you're saying, you know, kind of watching some of those, um, you know, plays that they consistently ran where you had a guy, you know, the whole team kind of, you know, moving over to one side of the field and then you're having one receiver do a, you know, a zig out and, you know, completely throwing off the D. It was like CJ Gardner Johnson was the only guy I felt like he was making big plays, like putting big hits down and like, you know, making the sure tackle. So it's just like, it just kind of blew my mind. Just, I've never seen a team, you know, like the Ravens in the 2000s or the Bears, um, you know, more recently uh, in the against the Colts or you know, in some of their more formidable years, just kind of like get walked all over um, like that. And um, you know, I just think it came down to Reed and, you know, Mahomes, uh, you know, running those schemes and, you know, guys, uh, you know, stepping up in different areas kind of reminded me of, you know, some of the Patriots teams with some of these, you know, more unknown cast members who kind of step out uh, in the big game or throughout the season and, you know, become household names over time. So, you know, maybe an Isaiah Pacheco or, um, you know, Sky Moore starts to, you know, build more confidence as, uh, you know, NFL players and can, you know, create, you know, great futures for themselves. But, uh, I was just completely in shock of that. Um, you know, watching the Eagles offense operate was also pretty awesome. I mean, I know uh, Hertz had a big fumble that you know led to that Bolton touchdown, but in the same sense, you got to give him a ton of credit because I think going into this game, he was my biggest concern. He was my biggest, you know, X factor for the Eagles. It's like, you know, all he, he's got a turnkey operation. He just has to make it happen. And what was kind of funny is at the end of the day, he was, you know, it wasn't the operation. It was, it was Jalen hurts and everybody, you know, following his lead. And that was the coolest storyline I got from the game besides, you know, Mahomes winning a second title. So, you know, see him do the rugby formations and push balls, you know, past, uh, past the yard marker for, for first downs time and time again, and, you know, running the two point conversion uh, toward the end and, just kind of, you know, going beast mode, being his own, you know, guy and just saying, I'm running with this, I'm bootlegging it. And you guys all know it. Um, you know, it just showed a lot of confidence from a guy who's you know, in his third year and trying to make a name for himself and, you know, be somebody that the franchise can trust in uh, for a very long time. And I think, uh, I think he proved that. Um, I will say on that two minute call, um, wasn't the reason why the Eagles lost the game. Like I'm pretty sure, you know, even if the chiefs walk away there, um, you know, just take the three points and they've got, you know, minute 45 left on the game. Um, you know, Eagles may not have come back and scored, may not have gotten a field goal, may not have done much against the Chiefs D. I just think it's like you get to that point in the game and uh, there had been some calls I heard, you know, in the first half, early second half where, you know, some some holding or some sort of, uh, you know, more physical type play was being, you know, let allowed to go. And it's like, I just think context matters a little bit. Like we're inside two minutes and this is what's going to decide it now. And 
I think as a fan of the game and not, you know, pulling, I was pulling for the Eagles, but not to be like an Eagle homer. It's like, as a fan of the game, you just want to see the best possible football game play out. And it's like to watch them just kind of sit on it and let the clock drain. It was like, oh man, well, congrats for winning the Super Bowl, but that was really boring. Uh, I can't imagine being an Eagles fan, um, especially after watching the Phillies, you know, losing the World Series this year. It's like, you got to be proud of your teams and proud to be, you know, from the city and enjoy some good, you know, competition from your hometown teams. But man, be like truly nice to get the W. But uh, yeah, no, enjoyed the game overall. Um, memorable Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes takes one more step toward, uh, you know, Brady's uh, seven, you know, Super Bowl mark and kind of inching his way toward, uh, you know, competing for that GOAT status as well. Yeah, no, it was it second Super Bowl and I, I think five years as a starter, I believe, or something like that. So uh, not bad, not bad at all. And, you know, if if it's like t- if, if he keeps on that track, then what, 10 years, four Super Bowls, that, that's going to be good for the, the whole GOAT status. Like he's he's basically, you know, uh, like at least from what I've seen, like probably the most talented quarterback I've seen, you know, and we'll see if he can uh, take that with uh, Andy Reid going forth, you know. I think there's been a lot of speculation, right? With Andy Reid, like, oh, is he going to stay? You know, is he going to retire? Is he not? It sounds like from everything he said, he's going to, you know, come back and everything. Um, but, you know, he's 64. Uh, who knows how many years he has left uh, with regards to, you know, coaching and, and coaching at a high capacity, too. So, you know, um, I, I know Belichick's like 71 or something like that. I don't know if he's going to go that route, just keep on coaching uh, until he croaks. But I mean, at the same, at the end of the day, like, he definitely was a difference maker. Um, I think him and even gave some props to, you know, Eric B enemy who uh, a lot of people are like, why, why is this guy a head coach? Uh, you know, and there's been this whole thing, I think about play calling and like, Oh, he's not, a, he's not the play caller. but then it's like, we can list how many people have, were not play callers that also became NFL head coaches. Like I think Doug Peterson was referenced uh, Matt Nagy, <laughs> you know, like all these people again, this whole thing is just stupid. It's just stupid um, with regards to, I think now there's like probably what's happening with the NFL owners. Now they're becoming very much. Um, it seems like hesitant to like even hire him now because if they hire, like they don't want to succumb to like, you know, uh, pure pressure from people. So, um, but yeah, uh, I, I definitely saw that the coaching, uh, you know, for the, the chiefs overall, um, They've been a diff, a big difference maker, I think, uh, especially, you know, on the defensive side, a lot, a lot of young players on the Chiefs defense and they made plays. So um, and then also Dave Tubb, uh, the former Bears special teams guy, uh, a lot of great contributions on his end. Um, almost had that uh, with Tony, that punt return touchdown as well. So, um, yeah, the coaching just really, I think, stood out this game uh, for the Chiefs. So, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Almost there towards, uh, you know, immortality, immortality, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's already got a Hall of Fame resume. Um, for the Reed point, you know, looking at what he has done over the course of his career, he was always so close to, you know, winning the big one or getting, you know, those Eagles teams into the Super Bowl and came up short. So I think, like, as you go through your career and now you finally get a taste of victory and it's like, and you're still in a point of like dominance and you have the best quarterback in the game. Like 
it's just a moment to like cash in and like what better way to re- you know retirement can wait you know it's just like let's just cash in and win as many super bowls as we possibly can or have as much fun as possible because you know you go through all that heartbreak throughout your career to you know rise to the level that he has and he's always been a great coach it's just it's now finally you know paying dividends for him um the enemy will be interesting too because um looks like the commanders are really in on him as their next oc and uh you know, just to think like they've won a couple of Super Bowls with him as the OC and he's not getting, you know, head coaching, um, you know, looks in a real serious way. And it's like, you know, if that's the thing that's limiting you, if everyone's going to kind of slight you for, you know, being, on, you know, with Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid and you know, who's really pulling the strings, it's like, dude, now's your time to go prove yourself. So if I were him, you know, you got two titles in the bank as an OC, you know, go over to a new opportunity. You know, Ron Rivera might be a lame duck if, you know, the commanders get off to a tough start this year and maybe that'll be his first chance to, you know, be an interim or whatever else, or just, you know, if, if they do really well or do better than ex, you know expected, you know, maybe he'll be now looked at more strongly as a head coaching candidate to say, Hey, like this guy can run a real offense and uh, you know, let's give him a shot. So, um, you know, it was interesting also with the, uh, like you said at the beginning, you know, just the defensive and offensive coordinator uh, for both uh for the Eagles on both sides, uh, you know, getting jobs for the Colts and Cardinals respectively, um, Shane Steichen and, uh, and, uh, Gannon, um, going out to Arizona. It's just, it feels like the Eagles are like in this period of uh mass exodus at this point. Um, you know, kind of looking at the roster decisions they have to make, you know, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, CJ Gardner, Johnson, Javon Hargrave, Jason Kelsey, James Bradbury, TJ Edwards, Robert Quinn, Nagama, Nagama, Fucking, I can't even say it. Madamakan uh, <laughs> Sue, Linvel Joseph, Miles Sanders, Kaiser White. I mean, that's that's a lot right there. That's like the entire defensive line, like I think you mentioned, and uh, some linebackers as well, and uh, some of their playmakers. So, um, won't be easy to sign all those guys if Kelsey retires too. Like, that's another huge loss. So, not to say this was like Philly's only shot, but like they may take like a really serious hit here uh, going into next year, and. Uh, you know, they're going to have to reload somehow some way in free agency in the draft, but uh, the NFC could be open for more competition next year. So, you know, just stay tuned. Yeah, I know for sure. And I, I mean, talk about cashing out. I definitely think Jonathan Gannon cashed out there. He's like, Jonathan. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. Uh, I think this is as much as I, as I can do with like whatever talent is here. Uh, and this is as high praise as I can get. I know I'm in the super, you know, uh, in the Super Bowl and all that, and like our defense has been touted as like one of the best since we had all these sacks and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I I definitely think he cashed out at the right time. So, uh, good on him uh, in terms of I guess the career wise. We'll see if he can do anything, you know, with uh, Kyler Murray and, and and you know that team there. But um, yeah, no, it, it, it it'll be interesting. I think um, you know how both teams look like going into next season. Uh, you know, obviously, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I you know, I think this was definitely like it was supposed to be kind of like a transition year, right? Like, you know, they kind of just like patched up the offense. Like, all right, what, what wide receivers can we get? Oh, oh, you know, a bunch of wide receivers. Uh, uh, you know, other teams traded their first round picks for and all that, right? Um, so you know, let's let's just get Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Evs, you know, and we'll draft a uh, you know Sky Moore. So, um, and then there's secondary, you know, very young too. So. Again, they were there. This team is supposed to be in transition, and they won the Super Bowl. So, and you know, it could, it quite possibly could be that their, um, like their their coaches are are, are predominantly going to stay. You know, we'll see about Eric Bieniemy, kind of what happens to him. You know, if that if that's the case, then 
you know, if he leaves, then I would probably believe that Matt Nagy would then be back there. <laughs> uh, who guess he has, he has some experience, but except he has Patrick Mahomes there instead of, you know, Mitch Trubisky in, in the Chicago offense. So, um, and then also with the support of Andy Reid. So it's like, yeah, uh, I feel like this Chiefs team heading into next season, uh, they got to be the favorites. I feel like, uh, I mean, sure, there's, you know, maybe more talented teams, but. You know, they just proved that, hey, look, there are a lot more talented teams out there, but we were able to, you know, win the chip uh, even without all that. So, um, yeah. And then it's, it seems like the Seagulls team might take like a little bit of a, you know, uh, 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 they might downtrend a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no saying what's going to happen this offseason. Some things could definitely, you know, shake themselves up. Um, just kind of feels like with the Chiefs, as long as you have Patrick Mahomes and a good defense, you got a shot. And, uh, Maybe the same will be true for the Eagles. Maybe, maybe Jalen Hurts, you know, can be that guy. I don't know if he's on, you know, that that upper echelon level just yet. But I mean, he's so close. I mean, an MVP candidate, great showing, you know, performance in the uh, Super Bowl here. A lot of years ahead of him. Uh, I just love his poise. I love his makeup. I think he, you know, he does a little bit more than just you know scramble and um, you know, kind of bootleg it and kind of make the easy, you know, the easy read, the easy pass. Like he's, he's just an all out leader. And uh, I, I just really think he's a great football player. I think he can definitely make guys better and be somebody everybody rallies around. So who knows, maybe the Eagles with, uh, you know, half the defense that came in, you know, with this year, maybe that, you know, is enough for them to just be a playoff, you know, uh, threat and kind of take it from there. But uh, yeah, we'll see where this all goes with football. Um I didn't have any other remaining thoughts here for the Super Bowl or you know, for this year in the NFL, but uh, how about you? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just I'm very anxious about the Bears to see what happens this offseason and everything, uh, so that we can be talking about the Bears and the Super Bowl. Um, but you know, uh, I think you know, I guess with with regards to the Eagles, right? Uh, you know, they had their Super Bowl run a couple, you know, several years ago. And then they kind of just had some, you know, not so good years, right? So I think in the NFL, right, like it's proven time and time again, like anything, uh, it's like the one sport where things can change like very quickly. Uh, and we saw that, you know, with the Jaguars uh, this year. So, um, you know, hopefully for, the, you know, the Bears fans out there that, you know, there's brighter things to come. I'm definitely bullish, you know, first pick, uh, uh, or 96, right? Was it $96 million? Uh, uh, a million dollars there on uh, in, in salary cap space. So, um, and Arlington Heights too, right? I think there's a lot of been talk talk about there about looks like the Bears finally uh, sealed the deal with the the purchase of the Arlington Heights uh, park there, and we'll see if they uh, build up that stadium that you know a lot of people have been talking about um, for there. So, but yeah, overall. Uh, you know, good Super Bowl. I, in my opinion, I, I liked it. Uh, very much an entertaining game overall. High scoring. Uh, and yeah, I think these were probably these were the two best teams. You know, uh, which we know we don't see from each conference. Uh, you know, record wise. Uh, and then just I guess overall talk and you know momentum going in. So um, you know, I I know I picked the Bengals, uh, but I you know I, I'll blame the line to getting hurt a little bit more. Uh, Chiefs, they're. I think I don't I don't know if there was any injuries that they had. Like I think they're all, all pretty healthy. So, you know, I'll blame the injuries on the Bengals line a little bit there. But um yeah, going forth, when you have Patrick Mahomes and good coaching, you know, sky's the limit for you. So yeah. I expect the Bills to be better next year. Um I officially did Bills Eagles. Um 
very disappointed in what happened with him in their <laughs> showing. I mean, it wasn't just that they lost, but they just like got embarrassed mm-hmm. at home in the first uh, game of theirs. So that ended pretty quickly. But uh, who knows? Maybe they'll be back. Maybe some crazy things will happen in the offseason. I know Stefan mm-hmm. Diggs has been talking about joining his brother in Dallas and all this other stuff. Like, I don't know, man. I just hope that ship doesn't sink before we see something special there. But uh, like you're saying on the Bears, uh, you know, stay tuned with us. Uh, we'll for sure break down the Bears offseason, what's coming up in the draft for them. And, uh, you know, we look forward to putting together a pretty, you know, rich episode of uh, analysis there. So, uh, you know, keep your eye out for that. But, um, you know, with Wayne, I'm Patrick for the Ball and Breakfast Podcast.